ฮะวะไซลัลอามอัสซาดิกะทรูทฟุลนิวส์แอนด์อัลฮัมดุลิลลาห์ทรูทฟุลนิวส์กิฟส์ยูเดอะแฟกซ์แอนด์กิฟส
Well, Shafat, you know, if we look at just uh, the countries that you mentioned and you spoke about, I mean, these are countries that are so insignificant uh, besides the U.S. and the United States, uh, uh, sorry, besides the U.S. and Israel. I mean, when you're looking at countries like, I mean, some countries we haven't even heard of, Micronesia, a population of 113,000, Nauru, 12,500 people in this countries. Now, these are countries that uh, have supported the likes of the United States and uh, Israel, which tells us that, you know, how insignificant the support of the United States and Israel is. And uh, the fact that you mentioned 7.3 billion people, which makes up a population of over 90% of the people of the world that uh, support pro, uh, been pro-Palestine in this uh, genocide, that has been answered, that, uh, that actually speaks volumes on its own, Shafat. And uh, I'm not too sure whether I've mentioned this before to you, but uh, when one looks at statistics, even on social media, uh, up to a certain point, uh, there were pro-Israeli posts of up to uh, 8 billion uh, posts uh, since the beginning of uh, this uh, attack on Gaza. And uh, looking at the pro-Palestinian support on social media was 180 billion. Now that alone tells you that where the world is standing, the world is actually sick and tired of what is happening. The world is sick and tired of the United States of America. And uh, they've been doing it for a very, very long time. Wherever they've gone, they've just created mayhem. We look at what has taken place in Iraq, we look at what has taken place in Libya, in Afghanistan, in Syria, and many other countries, Nicaragua, all of these countries, and uh, America is fast becoming one of the most hated nations on earth. And uh, at some point in time, the bubble would have burst. Now, many years ago, I was in the uh, United States of America, and I had spoken to someone uh, about the United States and the power of the United States of America. And he mentioned this to me, and this is going back to well 20 years ago, where he made one statement. He says, my friend, the thing that is going to finish the United States of America is not military power. It's not going to be a war. It's not going to be anyone that's going to come up against the United States of America in battle. He says, what is going to finish up America loves most? the almighty dollar and we've seen it at some point in time the bubble would burst and the reason why america is uh, is going down is not only because of uh, its foreign policy but internally within the united states of america there is just so much that is happening america has been at the forefront of supporting israel uh, in, in in backing israel in more ways than one the supply of arms weapons uh, resources uh, manpower money 14 billion that was committed to the United States uh, by the United States of America to Israel. And in America, within America, people are actually dying. People are starving. People are homeless. They don't have medical care. They don't know where the next meal is coming from. People are jobless. So all of this is a uh, clear signals about the demise and the end of the United States of America, both from within and uh, in terms of its foreign policy policy and how this foreign policy has impacted on the rest of the world.
Inayat, you know, I think you struck uh, the main chord there. You went right to the nucleus of the whole thing because, in, as you said, America is imploding from within uh, alcoholism, the jail population, uh, you know, the all this uh, mixing of, uh, you know, this race and that race, uh, throwing away religion, uh, becoming a circular state, and uh, uh, from within, uh, uh, you know, divine decrees also working there. Uh, many have said uh, that by the year 2050, America will have a majority Muslim population, inshallah, and I uh, you know that is through divine decree, and you can see the uh, capitals of Europe also, uh, you know, uh, you look at uh, London, and you look at the UK, you look at all the Germany, and all these other countries, that uh, they're shaking in the boots, uh, reason being uh, that Islam is coming to the fore, and, you know, they have uh, done something uh, which they thought, you know, in, in, in the, uh, uh, what you call, in the arrogance, what they have done, it's coming back to bite them. But uh, let's talk about the uh, algorithms uh, that's, uh, you know, worrying uh, both the U.S. and the uh, uh, Zionist state of Israel, where the algorithms are not in their favor. And can they manipulate this, uh, Inayat? Because it's a, it's, it's, it's a thing that is, uh, is, is actually uh, pulling them down. And they know that uh, the social media cannot lie. Uh, algorithms don't lie. And, uh, you know, it's uh, the vote in the United Nations uh, didn't lie. Uh, what are they going to do about this? Because they such, uh, you know, uh, people that uh, have no conscience uh, in life. So first, America is uh, basically a country that has been run by the Zionists. When we look at every single aspect of American life, of uh, American uh, political dynamics that have been playing out, uh, is uh, controlled and it's uh, managed by, uh, by, by, the, by, by, by the Zionists. Just to give you a few examples, and you know, algorithms obviously speak for themselves and it cannot be manipulated. I think we've reached a stage in our life where people have actually overcome this, uh, uh, the, the, the risk of uh, these algorithms being manipulated. But when you look at uh, every aspect and of American life, and this is where America's downfall has been. It's a very, very close association with designers, with designers lobby, APEC, which is extremely powerful in the United States of America. When you look at some of the things that America surprised itself, and I'm going to give you an example. If you look at Hollywood, if you look at Disney World as well, and when one looks at every aspect of Disney, every aspect of child grooming, in the uh, United States of America, each and every person that is associated there is of Zionist, is, is, is of Jewish origin, but more importantly, is a hardcore Zionist. And this is uh, from CEO right down to some of the other executives that actually serve on Disney. When you look at uh, the, uh, the, the campaigns that they run, the election campaigns, if we look at Donald Trump, for instance, every single aspect of Trump's campaign is run by designers. And these are people, okay, that belong to organizations like uh, huge corporates. Uh, in fact, it's said that some of the companies or some of the corporates have actually even got uh, Arab investment. And one of them uh, is uh, a, guy, a person by the name of Mark Weinberger. He's on the board of directors and a Trump uh, uh, sponsor in the election campaigns. Now, he, 
he is part and parcel of uh, the board of directors on Johnson & Johnson and Saudi Aramco. Okay, when one looks at uh, many of the other names that we know about, many of the other organizations, organizations like the Gambling Games of America, we're talking about Las Vegas Stand, you're looking at Drug Free America Foundation, we look at the pharmaceutical industry, URL Pharma, which is huge, it's a mass pharmaceutical organization. You look at um, some of the other people that support them, these are convicted felons, people that will be convicted for all sorts of crimes. And uh, again, we're looking at uh, some of the other foreign policy, the issue about Ukraine, the Ukraine-Russian war. Every single aspect of the Ukraine-Russian war is controlled by the Zionists as well. They called uh, Zelensky a national hero. When you look at the organization BlackRock, which is the world's largest asset manager, uh, worth $9.42 trillion in assets, and uh, when you look at uh, get all the, 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 the board of directors, when you look at these people, the billionaires and the network, each of them is a Zionist. When you look at uh, the media, everyone is Zionist. When you look at uh, every single aspect of the Federal Reserve in the United States of America, it is Zionist. Now, all of this put together, all of this put together, tells you one thing, that America, with its support of, the, uh, of, of Israel and with Israel losing credibility, you know, in the Quran, it is clear what to Islam and Tasha, what to Zildum and Tasha. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants uh, Israel and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants honor and dignity to whom he chooses and he grants uh, disgrace to whom he chooses. And with 90% of the world, with Israel uh, being disgraced, by 90% of the world. What does it tell you about the United States of America, Chopat? Right, uh, I have just taken a deep breath and uh, to know that, uh, you know, the, the uh, Jewish population, uh, they say it's roughly 94% uh, live in 13 uh, key electoral, uh, electoral colleges, which alone are worth enough uh, electoral votes to elect the president. Now, if you add the non-Jews shown, uh, you know, uh, in, in, in America, uh, to be as a pro-Israeli, you know, I'm talking about the Christian uh, Baptist uh, Church. These are non-Jew uh, church, uh, you know, they, they, they back the Zionists, they back the Jews, or the Zionist Jews in all these electrical, uh, electoral colleges and uh, into voting. And the lobby is so powerful that uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the people that are in, uh, in uh, as senators, they know that uh, without the APAC and without the uh, without the uh, lobby uh, supporting them. They can lose. They can be taken out at any time. I mean, one such case was uh, American uh, Congressman uh, Paul Finley. You remember uh, that he was a congressman for many, many years. Uh, he used to run in the constituency of uh, Abraham Lincoln. But one day he stood up and he questioned uh, uh, America's as a support for Israel. And guess what? He was out the next moment after serving for maybe 25, 30, 40 years, I don't know. But just by opening his mouth, this is how powerful this lobby is. And uh, it seems uh, how quickly or, uh, you know, the, 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 the Muslim lobby, how long will it take uh, to replace uh, the uh, maybe the Jewish lobby or the Zionist lobby in America? What's your thoughts, uh, Inayat? But uh, you speak of Paul Finley and he wrote a book, they just speak out, and I recall the, an interview with him. 
uh, many, many years ago when uh, we were on uh, CII. And uh, I recall uh, talking to him about this book, but also just to move away slightly from the uh, discussion that we are having, uh, in his book, uh, he makes mention of the late Ahmad Didat, Rahim Ahmadullah, in his book, where he had visited the Didat home, and uh, he spoke uh, very, very highly of uh, the late Sheikh Didat. And uh, I recall uh, going to visit uh, Sheikh Didat uh, before he had uh, passed away, and uh, we know he was bedridden, but uh, when I spoke to his son, the late Yusuf Didat as well, about uh, this interview, and Yusuf told me, he says, you know, my father was bedridden, but he could listen very well. And he listened to every word of that interview. He actually had tears in his eyes as he heard uh, your interview with Paul Fundy. So I thought, you know, I would just mention it now that you uh, uh, mentioned Paul Fundy. But just coming back to the, uh, the Muslim lobby in the United States of America, it is clear that uh, the Muslim uh, population in America actually discussed it. They discussed it with America, discussed it with the behavior of America. They've discussed it with the attitude of the United States of America. They discussed it with its support for a Zionist Israel. They discussed it with what has happened in the UN Security Council in terms of the vote and also all the help and assistance that the United States of America is giving to, uh, to Israel. But uh, just recently, uh, there was a meeting of uh, Muslims right across the United States of America and what America needs to, uh, you know, we may not have uh, an influential or a strong lobby like the Zionist lobby in the United States of America, but Muslims do count. Muslims make up a quite a substantial portion of the uh, American uh, population. And uh, even Joe Biden himself is under severe threat. We know the American elections are going to take place next year. And then many swing states where it is the Muslim vote that mattered, that brought in Someone like Joe Biden, uh, I think, uh, is it Michigan, uh, Minnesota? There's many of them where there are a favor of Muslims that uh, Muslim voters in some of the states in the United States of America. And without the Muslim vote, without the Muslim vote, Joe Biden would have not got in. Now, what Muslims are saying also in the United States of America is we need to think. We need to go back to the drawing board. We need to look at our position as the United uh, as Muslims in the United States of America. We need to evaluate where do our loyalties lie? Does it lie with uh, the Democrats? Does it lie with the Republicans? And uh, there are some that are already talking about uh, the third option. There is a third option. At this point in time, it is not clear as to what the third option is, but there are some of the considerations. These are some of the thinking. This is some of the thinking from uh, the Muslims in the United States of America. As for the growth of the Muslim population, yes, it is growing. It's growing. It's grown tremendously. In fact, it's grown since 11 uh, in the United States of America. And uh, they are aware of it. In fact, the United, not only the United States, Western Europe is aware of the growth of Islam. And let us remember one thing. Israel is going to be the downfall of the United States of America. And this has been predicted. We've seen uh, Joe Biden that has been embarrassed over and over again with his support for Benjamin Netanyahu. Every time uh, Benjamin Netanyahu thought a lie, that lie was repeated by Joe Biden. That lie was then debunked, and uh, Joe Biden was left with egg on his face. And he himself, personally, he's uh, acknowledged that fact that uh, Netanyahu is becoming an embarrassment. And more than Netanyahu as well, just recently, 
Uh, he even uh, was highly critical of the people close to Benjamin Netanyahu, people like Itamar Ben-Gavir, people like uh, Smotrich, uh, and also the defense minister. These are people, a hardcore, ultra-right-wing Zionists, out-and-out Zionists. And he's already commented that, uh, you know, Netanyahu needs to start rethinking as to who he's associating with. This hasn't gone down well. So that's what I'm saying is Biden has, uh, has been embarrassed so much recently of late, and particularly since the uh, uh, war had uh, started, or the war on Gaza had started, that he is also starting to have second. And that is why I'm saying the downfall of Joe Biden is going to be Benjamin Netanyahu, and the downfall of the United States of America is going to lead to the downfall of Western Europe. Absolutely, uh, those uh, that voted, uh, you know, against a ceasefire, I mean, it's imminent uh, what's going to happen to them. A, a little bit on Paul Finley. I was uh, with uh, Paul Finley in uh, 1989, 1990 in Cape Town when he came to the Good Hope Center. Uh, and uh, the topic uh, that he addressed with Sheikh Ahmadi that at the Good Hope Center, where we had 10,000 people that evening was uh, is Israel uh, set up for destruction. And a good man, he was here with his good wife. And Alhamdulillah, uh, you know, gentlemen indeed. And uh, for the first time in the history of the Good Hope Center in 1990, Sheikh Ahmadi that filled it to capacity night. 10,000 people going back to America, talking about its uh, imminent, uh, you know, implosion. Uh, the lies being spoken uh, by Israel, the lies also uh, being regurgitated uh, by uh, Biden. Biden, he said, I, I mean, you had people like uh, George uh, W. Bush, uh, uh, number one, and uh, Bush, number two. Both were pathological liars. Uh, the father, the, the, the George Bush, uh, the first, uh, ushered in a one-world disorder, and he was talking about, you know, our world, uh, the Western value system is under threat and so forth. Uh, subsequently, the wars that they perpetrated had proven to be lies. The 9-11 had proven to be another lie. And now perhaps the world will believe us because there were always still the skeptics amongst us and, uh, you know, the Zionist media and the American, uh, uh, you know, uh, spin doctors had uh, maybe quite a few people uh, spellbound. Some uh, uh, Amazingly, there were some Muslims that believed the theory of 9-11 according to, you know, the American uh, uh, the American uh, script or the Zionist script. But now, you know, proving uh, uh, we have, uh, I mean, the world could see the liars are there. These are liars. How about uh, rekindling these uh, facts and telling the world, see, this is what happened. The whole thing was a Mossad um, FBI, uh, you know, uh, a plan. How do you think you'll react to that, Inayef? Well, look at that. Uh, Shafat has been, uh, in fact, very, very long ago when the 9-11 Commission had taken place. And uh, there was the uh, janitor at the uh, World Trade Center. Uh, he was the last man standing. In fact, he was the last man to walk out of the World Trade Center. And he was here in uh, South Africa many years ago. And uh, he uh, then uh, spoke to me about uh, his testimony that he had given at the 9-11 Commission. And uh, he knew at that point in time, because uh, before those buildings had actually come down, uh, he was already uh, uh, called out to the World's uh, Trade Center. There were six floors of uh, basement floors, and already something had happened there at that point in time. There was a blast. There were people that were covered in blood. And at that point in time, he was called in already. Now, this had taken place a couple hours before the planes had actually hit the World Trade Center and the Twin Towers. Now, that uh, tells you alone that, you know, his testimony was totally excluded. 
And it's then when he started exposing 9-11. And again, uh, there is every clear indication, there is clear evidence that each and every aspect of 9-11 is a Zionist. And if the West, uh, you know, obviously doesn't wake up to the suicidal uh, nature, uh, you know, of uh, this, uh, the, the Zionists, because this is what Benjamin Netanyahu spoke. He spoke about the suicidal nature of militant Islam. And he says, the next thing you will see that militant Islam is bringing down the World Trade Center, his book, Fighting Terrorism. And this was in 1995 when Benjamin Netanyahu had said it. And it was a good few years after that, that we had seen these, uh, the World Trade Center. So we, we, we can see, uh, you know, where this has actually come from. In fact, we know about the five dancing Israel, where, where five men were filming the 9-11 Twin Tower attack while being at the Liberty State Park, which was located in, uh, in, 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 in New Jersey. They were spotted. They were jumping for joy. They were mocking. They were celebrating at the attacks. And uh, then they would appear on Israel TV, uh, you know, two months after that. And it says their purpose was to actually document the event. And uh, there are still many other evidence to actually support this. Uh, uh, there were 60 Israelis that were arrested for espionage in the month of September when the attacks had taken place. And uh, previously, even in, 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 in the United States of America, just before, uh, a few months before 9-11, the World Trade Center's lease, and we know about that, it was sold to a Jew, a Zionist by the name of Larry Silverstein. And he took out an insurance plan uh, that uh, obviously covered terrorism at that point in time. And uh, he was paid, I think, mega amounts. I think he was paid something like close to about four trillion, if I'm not mistaken. That is the amount that he was paid. So we can see that at the end of the day, you could see who benefited from the attacks on the towers. And uh, as a result, America went to war. Uh, Iraq was invaded. Uh, Afghanistan was invaded. All of this because of uh, the Zionist plot and these, uh, uh, these, these, these false flag operations that they had conducted uh, and selling this to the entire world. Well, Inaita, that's uh, you know beauty of talking with a man uh, with knowledge like yourself. The person that you spoke about is uh, William Rodriguez. And I, I recall meeting him in uh, 2007. We had hosted him at the Durban Exhibition Center. And uh, you know I interviewed him on uh, quite a few shows also. And a wonder, wonderful gentleman, you know, who spoke about everything. And he said you could hear that that building was, uh, you know, it was like a concertina file that was being closed up, you know, closing and coming down, boof, 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 boof. And it was a uh, planned implosion. Uh, it wasn't an explosion, an implosion. And like, you know, you're pulling something down. And a brilliant, you know, in night when you chat with you, you get the best coming out. And perhaps, you know, a lot of information that uh, our youngsters can, inshallah, uh, look into history and enjoy. Well, in night, you know, as we round up uh, this uh, evening, the discussion with you, perhaps, uh, you know, the thoughts that go through your mind. Uh, China, perhaps, are getting uh, stronger, but very quietly observing uh, uh, what's going around. Russia seems to have come to the fore. And uh, Turkey uh, there's, uh, you know, rumbling in the jungle. They say Turkey and Russia are already in the battlefield. How true is that, Inayat? Well, Tupac, uh, I'm not too sure how true that is at this point in time. There is absolutely no uh, uh, evidence at this point in time of both Russia and uh, Turkey uh, getting uh, involved militarily in Gaza. In fact, just uh, yesterday we heard about Russia and there were uh, uh, attacks 
carried out in Ukraine and uh, many civilians that work as well. So I think Russia is just committed in Ukraine. And uh, at this point in time, I cannot see Russian involvement. Turkey at this point in time, a lot of hot air being blown. It's been more talk. We know that people on the ground are actually becoming very, very agitated. At this point in time, they are over majorly concerned about the non-involvement of the Muslim world. They want to see a lot more action. And these rumblings are taking place on the ground all the time, not only in Turkey, but also in many of the other Arab countries right across the Muslim world. And this is one thing that the United States of America is actually scared of as well. Uh, remember, their whole plan about normalization of Israel had actually backfired. It backfired very, very badly, uh, despite the likes of the UAE, despite the likes of Morocco, Bahrain, uh, and uh, uh, some of the, uh, in Sudan, and uh, Saudi Arabia, we knew was on the verge of actually normalizing with, uh, with, with, with Israel. And then uh, uh, this had happened in Gaza. So that fell flat. So at this point in time, America is also scared that, uh, you know, if there is an uprising, in the Muslim world, America's position is going to be in, in danger. Uh, and looking at the strategic interests, they've got military bases right across the entire Muslim world, around the Arab world as well. Many of the Arab countries that host the American bases. So all of this, again, is going to impact on America. It's going to impact on its hegemony and it's going to impact on its standing in the Muslim world. And this is the reason why we're saying that, you know, America is in danger at this point in time. And uh, if this does continue, really, uh, you know, this could uh, send a, 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 a signal. And I heard you say, you know, you speak about the world that you spoke about earlier on. And Gaza is actually going to determine what the new world order is going to be. Inshallah, inshallah, there will be a new world order and not a new world disorder. Inayatawadi, really enjoyed your company this evening. Your parting words before we let you go. First of all, let us continue. Let us continue making dua. Obviously, uh, you know, we must do whatever we can. We need to support uh, our brothers and sisters in Palestine. We must continue talking about it. The hadith of Nabi Salaam is very, very clear. If you see something wrong, stop it with your hands. Uh, if you can't, speak out against it. And at the very least, uh, you know, feel bad in your heart and make dua. But uh, yes, uh, what you and I are doing at this point in time, we are exercising second uh, directive or the second command, the second option. And that is speaking out and let us continue doing what we have to and let us continue in our unwavering support for our brothers and sisters in Palestine, but also right across the entire world where oppression is taking place. Truth shall prevail and falsehood perish in life. You have a beautiful evening ahead. We'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.